Well, hello. Welcome to JBB's Big Dip, which stands for Jupiter's Beach Balls. You said juicy boobs and butts before. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. Could be. Episode three. Uh, we're here. We're joined in studio by Brother Bill, Bill Bo. <laughs> hello. We've been trying to get Bill in here since. Bill is supposed to be a fixture. But he always falls asleep, never calls us back. Well, you're listening to the facility, man. We're going to play it through the whole episode here. They are a Buffalo band. Their new record on Big Neck Records called It's Fun to Disappear. And you can see facility men with regular sex opening up for Timmy's Organism November 20th at Mohawk Place. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. What happened when you Googled regular sex? Everything happened. Whatever you wanted. So, yeah, I tried uh, contacting Regular Sex to use some of their... See if we could use a song or... But, um, yeah, so Regular Sex. Uh, I, I guess with a little more time, I would have been able to get a hold of them. But my fault. So they're, uh, so they're playing with Timmy's Organism at Mohawk Place. Um, we're going to be getting a call later uh, from Timmy Volger of Timmy's Organism. Uh, Timmy hails from uh, well Detroit, but we're gonna we're gonna give a shout out to Hamtramck in uh, Wayne County, Michigan. Is that so, really where that is? Yeah, Ham Hamtramck. You know a lot about I, Detroit. Fuck, I'm I'm Google ready. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're looking forward to hearing from Timmy. He's been doing what he does for quite some time. Before Timmy's organism, he uh, was in Human Eye and the Clone Defects. They're touring still for uh, Survival of the Fiendish. Uh, I think they're going to get into studio soon, but uh, we'll just have to talk to them. And I can't stress enough, you got to get to Mohawk Place 20th of November to see these guys. But Timmy's a firm believer in uh, what's dirty is good, I, I think, you know? It's got to be. Yeah. What was the last uh, shower for you? For me? Uh, man, Saturday morning. What a day is it now? Sadly. It's Tuesday. Tuesday night. Ooh. It's almost it's almost Wednesday. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Really? It's, uh, it's I was rough. forced to shower today. Yeah, I I, I got one in today. It's good. Yeah. It's, I feel it, pretty it, good. Yeah. I'm lucking out right now because I think I went a couple days without one. Yeah. What's this dirty is, is good. This is the longest maybe ever. Definitely in a long, long time. But I... Uh, I don't know if it's it's because we're getting older, but I have the, it, it's I notice in a different way now when I when it's time to shower. It used to be just like the pits or the uh, the grundle. You know, you give <laughs> give the grundle the quick the scoop, <laughs> give that big dip in the grundle. <laughs> oh, is that where the pull up a scent, scented wick? <laughs> Take a whiff. Um, yeah, but now just it's, huff in your finger. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Then you know, but um, that's when lately, you know you gotta take a shower, or that's when it's like good. Well, depending on how you look at it, <laughs> I guess it's both for me. I, I, uh, no, but now it's and this is pretty personal, and I'm just I feel like I'm in good company. But uh, now it's when I I uh, go to sit down and take a shit. When I sit, and when those globes spread open, there is this. <laughs> hot air <laughs> and it's not coming from inside me but it's coming from just oh like man. opening the crevice oh Ooh. <laughs> it's very like, and it just kind of um yeah it'll be scented but you feel it more you feel the smell more than anything <laughs> what and it just rises you know heat rises oh and is this it? is hot and uh could you bake some bread in there or <laughs> I think that's exactly what's going on. So before you even shit, yeah, you're thoroughly disgusted. Oh. Before I shit, I am hit, hit with the stink, getting hit with the stink. <laughs> um, man, and that you did just refer to this Grundle uh, <sighs> m- maneuver as the big dip. Is this is this inspir- is this for the name? For Not at all. No, 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 no. I mean, it could be if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, are you gonna admit that you did the same exact thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit that actually. 
uh, yeah, just today. That was just today. The, for <laughs> Likewise, brother. <laughs> for my, why I took a shower, I had some free time, and I uh, was taking a shit, <laughs> and. Uh, I guess similarly, I had a similar experience. Yeah, where I, I got a maybe it's a family thing, but it's my brother. Got I, uh, you know, I did the two finger check, and <laughs> <laughs> and then I, uh, as soon as I was done on the john, I hopped right in the shower, and it was great. Now I feel fresh. Yeah. And, do you, yeah. uh, do you guys loofah? Do you have a loofah? Uh, Is I, that I, what it's called? I like. I just no. want sometimes. You know, and I then just then like kind of disappears or yeah. With yeah, a I typically do just, that just like bare hand. Bar soap. I'm yeah. just straight to uh, bar to body. Yeah, bare hand. Contact. All day. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, all. It's yeah. my shower. You know. I'm not, oh, I don't for know. sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Your, it's your no, bar of soap. Yeah, it's my bar of soap. No, that's Those how I do. It's like when you're at a hotel and you know there's like one bar of soap. You're like, all right, yeah. right. I'll use a washcloth. You know, you know that those are your ass pubes. <laughs> yeah, like when no, when you wash your ass, is it bar to crack, or is it? Do you soap no, up you your drive hand? up the, the, the soap on your chest big time. Your natural God-given loofah is your chest hair. If you and get you, rid of it, oh, you okay. lost out. You spend some yeah. serious dough on some loofah. Right, true. You, know, man. you just derive oh. it all from you know, your bushiest part, whatever it might be. You could derive it straight from your playoff beard, Joe. The playoff beard of lower dimensions. Yeah, yeah I'm lost, <laughs> Joe, if you're listening. <laughs> he claimed to have the longest playoff beard of all time. Mm. Said it started interfering with his zipper. <laughs> Make me proud. <laughs> I think that's what this feeling is. <laughs> Shout out to Ellicottville Brewing Company, Super Duper Jelly, Strawberry Cream Ale, quenching the thirst of adventurous beer lovers one South Dayton Super Duper Jelly Donut beer at a time. Yeah. That's hard to read in studio lighting. And they're also not paying us. No, not at all. <laughs> Some uh, free so, advertising yes. right there. Also, shout out to Community Beer Works. Mark's banging that Yui. Yeah, banging a Yui. Uh, is that Community Beer Works? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that's awesome. I didn't even know that. Bang a Yui. But yeah, uh, Kurt Metzger will be at Community Beer Works. Very, I'm not sure the date of that. That is uh, Saturday the 23rd. Very Sick. funny comedian, Kurt Metzger. And yeah. uh, Liam Gangloff is, I don't know if he's promoting or opening or... I know he was working on some comedy today, and uh, we tried to get him on license to talk, but uh, he was busy doing comedy, is what Ooh. he said. So, yeah, hopefully it's toit. Nice. And nice. Uh, yeah, we want to get him on this program too. Have a chat. Yeah, he said he just met Chris the other night. So, who do you meet? Chris. Chris Groves. Chris. Chris nice. Groves. Chris. License to talk. Alum. Yeah. License to Talk alum. That was a uh, fantastic episode. He is officially oh. licensed. Yeah, yeah. licensed. Cool. Very yeah. good. Yeah, actually, uh, going back to the beer thing, we should get the shotgun a day guy. Yeah, we should. Um, he shotgunned for oh. like a year, a beer a day for more than a year now. But like a different beer every day. And like, is this like a social media thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he works for Try It. I think he got in trouble. At first, for doing he, it? he was doing like Cerdo beers, and try it was like, oh, like what are you doing? Like people are, <laughs> people are watching you, and it's like, well, pay him. And now, he, yeah, now he's kind of like, well, whatever. They're not gonna pay him money. They're not gonna. Now, he, now he's like, got enough followers where it's not gonna. I don't think he'll get fired. So, I mean, maybe I don't know. Where, like, what? Uh, he's pretty good at chugging. He's clean. No, he's good. Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah, clean. No, yeah, he's good. Nary a drop. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm more of like a <laughs> give me a glass and I'll chug it. I yeah. can't. I mean, I, I, I can, but I'm not there. I don't. Nothing to you know write home about. But he, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, we also want to talk to the baseball card vandals guy. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but it's, it's hilarious. Definitely, definitely worth following. I'd Super, really like to know stuff out there. who he is. Super consistent. Like, there's always every several a day, it seems. And I don't know how, how the hell this dude does that. Like, the amount of cards he must have. Yeah, just I thought it would be Photoshop because it would just be so much easier. But he like, yeah, sells each card for twenty bucks. Oh really? So the yeah. actual like marker ink, yeah, ink markings on a, a card. Yeah, I think so. They're actual dicks. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. They're not photoshopped cocks. Nice. I think he sells books of them too. I drew some dicks the other day on <laughs> the newspaper. In the newspaper. Yeah, it's a great game. Oh my god! I think it was in Baker Mayfield's. Speaking of, you know, we mentioned Chris Groves. He has always been 
the greatest dick drawer I've ever known. Really? Uh, yeah, we. You're vouching, <laughs> vouching for Groves <laughs> on that one, dude. <laughs> Ser- like, um, yeah, like, fan- like, a, just drew out of this world cock. And, He's a uh, true artist. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, the cock is in the be- eye of the beholder. Right. You know. This is the cock. <laughs> cock is we, the beehive. <laughs> <laughs> the cock is a beehive holder. No, uh, That's we some had cock. a we had a music theory class at uh, community college, and we uh, we sat up in the back row. It was like an auditorium, and uh, we were in the back corner. And um, <laughs> this went on for like months. Like it was a fall semester. He drew a dick on this on our table that was probably like yeah, it's probably. 10 to 12 inches and it was like <laughs> super lifelike and like intric like it took like for months each class you'd work a little bit on it and it was like veiny i don't know how this oh, thing man. lasted they must not have ever cleaned the wipe things down because they would you know they would have <laughs> seen it and he like did this great it was super impressive like it was like the um, you know it's like the banksy the, of cocks it was it totally was it was yeah belonged in a chapel cock chapel but uh <laughs> he uh one day but um, I, I wish I had taken a picture. It, but suddenly, like, he finished it. And uh, this was, like, maybe in December of the semester. And he immediately, like, he finished it and was like, hmm. And, like, looked at it. And then he immediately licked his fingers and started wiping it off. And I was like, dude. <laughs> wow, man, really? Like, what a fucking waste. He jerked it right off? He jerked oh, it right man. off, At least dude. he spit on his finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew when it was What'd done. What did you just do? What? He knew when it was done. <laughs> He's seen enough. But it belonged there. It, you know, it, that that table was mm-hmm. at Dick's home. And it just, that, it's our time. Well, that, that is, It's our time back here. <laughs> like, yeah, they this, can't take this cock away from this. <laughs> you know, it's easy for me. I didn't draw the dick. So, <laughs> he, you know, he's he's got different emotions tied to the, the dick that he drew. So, I can't. I he, guess I can't hold it against him. He, it was that like dick. He, he was just done with that dick. He was done with that dick. You know? He yeah. spent, like, he watched it grow. Yeah, he watched. He, yeah, he fed it vein by vein. Sometimes he, you gotta spit on your hand and rub the cat. Yeah, the that's back of Not that we didn't know. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, yeah, he's a good dick drawer. Well, I think. Oh man, yo, I think Timmy called. Really? We, well, yeah. we got a missed call from Timmy. I got a missed call from Timmy. Let oh, me check shit. my voicemails. Hi, this message is for Mark. Um, I was calling because I want to get on your uh, podcast show, License to Talk. Mm. Um, I did I get a hold of a couple touch ideas. Um, I know you had said you wanted me to talk about dog grooming. Sounds yeah, I remember the dog groomer. That's cool and all, but I'd rather just talk about my time in prison, like how, I was, how I was like I didn't ask know I was around prison. prison. Um, I thought it would be a great way to promote my dog grooming business with my brother Frank. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Oh my God, we got to get rid of this. Uh. <laughs> this? Wow. Something funny. Gotta be a pocket tile. <laughs> wow. Or a hand job. Or a hand job. <laughs> uh, all right, I thought these messages were gonna be from uh from Timmy Vulgar here. Playing Mohawk Place, November twentieth. How many messages are there? Four, I think. Mark, it's me, Nosferatu. Oh, oh no. Seems we're disconnected. Yeah, I got I disconnected last night. Service so. has been patty for me lately. Oh, wow. Is Truth is, Mark, I've been disconnected from lots of people in my life. <laughs> because they die. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Mortals. for me, uh, well, the doctor says, with my luck, I'll live forever. <laughs> and you can too, Mark. What? Change isn't always so bad. Oh, you Mark, think I should do it? Mark, watch your you neck. Let me know. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> just like he All right. disappears in real life there. Now we truly know how he gets around. Hey, buddy. Oh, Timmy. Timmy. Uh, just calling you back. Uh, sorry, I missed Oh, your there call. he is. Uh, bye. All right. Oh. Just give me a call. I'm yeah. here. Bye. All right, Timmy. Yeah, we'll give you a call. Yeah. All uh, right, so uh, November 20th, Mohawk Place. Yeah, we're going to be there. Yeah. I'm going to be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. Timmy's organism. 
facility men and regular, regular sex. sex. Have it. Have at it. Don't know how much it is. Uh, who cares? But it's at Mohawk Place. Go check it out. Yeah, let's give let's give Timmy a call. Let's do it. Hopefully he's hopped up on pizza and Mountain Dew. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Tim, this is Mark and uh, Ray from JBB's Big Dip. Hey, what's up, Timmy? How much? How you doing? We're doing good. Thanks for taking our call. Uh, how you feeling about starting up this tour uh, coming up? Yeah, um, getting ready to yep, uh, getting ready for that. We uh, yep, rehearsal uh, like an hour, forty five minutes here. Go through our set. Um, I'm just at home right now. Just uh, yeah, getting ready to go on tour. Uh, doing a southern to up to to the east coast, a little bit of east coast, and then you know back home of uh, sixteen shows. Um, yeah, we didn't go. We didn't tour this like earlier this year. We did Burger Boogaloo, and um, now we've been you know rehearsing and writing writing new songs and for a new album come out next year. So we've just been uh, doing a little bit of touring. We did a big tour last year. So yeah, we're doing a couple dates. We have, we've never played Asheville, uh, North Carolina, or um, Richmond, Virginia. So hitting a couple dates we've never played. So it should be fun. Yeah, I missed you the last time you were in Buffalo, so I'm excited that I know it's actually coming this time. Uh, you came here a few other times. Uh, you know, do you ever think Buffalo's similar to Detroit? Um, I don't know. I never hung out in Buffalo long enough to see the comparison. I, um, we get to Buffalo, we play a show, and then we leave. At, or we partied a little. We partied a lot when we were there. <laughs> uh, the Rust Belt Revolt 2001 so that was a long time ago with the clone defects oh wow yeah <laughs> and that was a really good time and uh, uh, so I, I there was so much craziness going on that we had parties and everything and uh, <laughs> I, I guess it was similar in a party way that it was like Detroit <laughs> yeah and, uh, I know that clone defects and the um, you know Joe Dirty from the Dirties was there, and um, Tom Potter from Van Rooster was there. So some Detroit folks partying with us, and uh, um, the guys from Chicago. It was, it was a really cool, good time. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really have. And when, I guess when we pulled into the Mohawk last year, when we played, it was a little. It was. It, it seemed the street seemed kind of quiet, like Detroit in a way. I'm not really sure how how what it's like there, but yeah. it kind of seemed a little bit. A little bit spooky, maybe. Yeah, that, 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 that creepy in Detroit without many people walking around. That kind of sums it up, I think, for sure. Seems like you guys got like a new Detroit sound that really kind of fits Buffalo too. Um, yeah, we. Uh, I mean, I I really love like you know heavy, just heavy guitar music, and you know, obviously, but I mean, I love like um, you know early seventies hard like heavy psych mm-hmm. and like old kraut rock and like um you know 60s garage punk and um you know that brown acid compilation so about primitive like bands i really loved blue cheer and black sabbath they were trying to do shit where it's kind of like the killed by death of the early 70s i like a lot of that stuff um lucifer's friend uh first album's great um i've been listening to the brown acid compilation speaking of which but uh i uh yeah, I like a lot of that stuff. That, you know, I just want like high energy, heavy Detroit sound. Um, you know, and then with Human Eye, my other band, uh, it, it gets a little bit weirder, but kind of a similar aspect. And using the um, the talents so of the, those guys in the band, it's, it's it's weird when you have like I write all the music for both bands, but you get something different out of it with people you play with. Sure. And uh, Human Eye started out as like you know. I just want to do something off the wall and alien and crazy and weird after the clone defects broke up and I was pretty bummed when it happened. So I was like, I'm going to make a band that's crazier than the clone defects. <laughs> so I do some more alien, take the alien aspect out of the clone defects and a little less like uh, New York dolls and a little more like uh, Chrome and outer space and, and I don't know, stuff like that, you know, alien aspect, but <clears throat> 
I don't know, whatever comes out. Gotcha. I love that video you guys the made. That video was awesome you guys made. Which video? Uh, what was it for? When you, the, the big grasshopper uh, mantis? <laughs> oh, the praying mantis one? Yeah, thanks. Uh, friend of my, me and my friend made that video, and um, that was a good time. I was running around Hamtramck where I live. It's a city enclave, city in the middle of Detroit. I've lived here for 19 years, and I'm like running around the neighborhood, and I'm going to the liquor store where I'd, I'd buy beer and stuff, and Everyone's freaking out. <laughs> I, I turned, I, yeah, I turned the corner in that costume, and there were some kids walking down the street, just some like regular like neighborhood kids. They're walking down the street from high school, and they, as soon as they came around the corner, they all fell on the ground, like screaming, like ah! <laughs> scared the shit out of them. That's great. But uh, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, I like, I really love making videos and stuff, and made a lot. Of, a few by myself with my old laptop, and then I've made a few of my friend. Uh, Jesus out in LA, uh, Demon Babies. He uh, made the last two, oh, actually the last, th- the last, well, not the last video, but the three of our videos before the very last one we made, or human I made. I mean, clone defect. <laughs> Too many bands. It's like I have little kids and I get their names wrong. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's uh, um, uh, the organism video. Um, what was this? Guzzle Gasoline came out last year for our uh, Survival of the Fiendish album that Burger put out. Nice. It's awesome. Now that's your first uh, yeah. first album for Burger? Yeah, Correct. first release for Burger. Um, I've, prob- I've been on every single underground yeah. rock and roll label. Yeah, Punk Dirt. It's awesome. You've <laughs> always found a really nice place for your music to land, for sure. Yeah, it's, I'm more popular with um, record nerds and people that run record labels than I am with like a wide range audience where I could actually make money. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I just, it's like, wow, I, I could I could be on almost every record label, uh, garage punk record label. So it's great. It's it's like uh, everyone's always been really supportive uh, of my music. So it's like <clears throat> I um, I've been on Hozak and In the Red, Sacred Bones. Goner Records, Burger Records, uh, um, Douchemaster Records, FDH Records. Um, there's a couple other. Goodbye there's Boozy. There's a lot of labels that. What's that? Goodbye, Goodbye Boozy. Boozy. Yep. Um, there's a single. Uh, there's, probably, there's, oh, there's another label out of Italy that did one. And they only did, I think we were the only band they did a, a release for. Um you know, you did the stint at uh, third, third, third Man Records, yeah. How, yeah, how did man. that come about? Um, well, I've known you know I've known Jack White and uh, Ben Blackwell and those guys, Ben Swank over at Third Man for you know since Clone Defects days. We used to you know we did like a t- Clone Defects did like a tour with White Stripes and a long time ago. Um, we got we did like a mini Midwest tour with them. Clone Defects did. And, we did like seven gigs, uh, seven cities, and we Clone Defects got to open, and we were the only band opening in support. We followed we followed uh, Jack White and White Stripes in their big bus, and they, this is right when they got big, so they're playing in front of like two thousand people or something. Wow! And we don't we were used to playing for like you know fifty or uh-huh. sixty people, or a hundred at the most if we were lucky, but um, at that time. And uh, we're, we we followed them in their bus in this rickety, like shitty um, soccer mom minivan. <laughs> it was all rusted out. And they let us put our gear in their bus so they had more room. Like I could, I could like sleep in the back of the van because the gear was in their bus. Oh, that's nice. But we'd set up and we'd we'd, we'd play and then and then we get off so early, we'd already be hammered. <laughs> and we go we go to every bar in every city. And we got kicked out of every single. The clone defects got kicked out of every bar in every city that we played with um, after the white stripes. Before the white stripes, you know, we watched the white stripes. Then we go hit hit a bar locally, you know. Yeah. And I ended up puking in the middle of the bar. One bar, I don't know, just hilarious stories. Tried to pin a clone defects button on a cop. I started break dancing. Passed out. They had to put me backstage, and they had a security guard watching the 
watching the backstage rooms, making oh, sure wow. I didn't go wild again. It was almost <laughs> like I had a bodyguard, but it was actually a bodyguard against everyone else. Right, right. Them from me. It was a bodyguard slash babysitter <laughs> type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and that was back in like 2001, 2002. Okay. Um, maybe it was like probably like right around the, the Rust Bolt Revolt. Okay. In yeah. Buffalo gig. I, that was actually, playing Buffalo was actually the first time we played out of town. Oh, was it? We wow. played in a whole other city. I, we might have played Chicago right before. Actually, we played Chicago once before that, and then Buffalo was the second time we played out of town. And I remember we did an interview with somebody there outside of the club. Mm-hmm. And I remember going, he asked if we were on tour, and I'm like, no, but we should be. That'd be great. And I remember saying that and, and remember remembering it was an early show for us to go out of town and then we ended up doing a big tour and uh oh wait it was 99 was there a bus belt revolt in 1999 there was then there was one in 2001 so we played in 1999 and then we did our first tour in 2000 so okay wow yeah so it must have been in 1999 wow that's crazy long time ago 20 years ago <laughs> 20 years oh, shit. that's wild Nothing's changed. <laughs> Just a few hairs have been lost on top of my head. So. Yeah, but it's funny you say that. Like you're you're known by a lot of the record store guys because that's exactly how I found out uh, about you. Is that uh, I walked into a record store and I saw the Rise of the Green Gorilla for like forty eight dollars one day, and I was like, really? Holy. I was like, holy shit, man! I was like, what is this? And uh, you know, then Raw Sewage Rock was the record like right in front of it for eleven ninety nine, and I was like, I'll pay eleven ninety nine for to see what how a fifty dollar you know. Wow, um, that's the the first organism record. That record, Rise of the Green Gorilla, is actually my first solo album. I did all the instruments, everything by myself, except for one song is with the the band that plays on Raw Sewage Rock. Um, a pretty stare. It's one of the songs that's on as a great gorilla, but so it's ten songs, nine of the songs I did everything myself. So it's basically my first solo album by myself. I have two other solo albums that I did, but they're just called Timmy Walger, Genetic Armageddon. But um, yeah, forty-eight bucks. That's crazy. Um, I don't even have that much to buy my own record. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have that. It. I definitely was uh, hesitant, but uh, luckily it was because then uh, Rasu Adrak really set the table for me, and now. Uh, all I do is eat this shit up. You know, I, I love it. I love all the records. Oh, thanks, man. Nom, 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 nom. You got to turn it up really loud, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we used to have this bar that we would just play records in and stuff, and I would just buy these records and pile them up, and everybody would treat them like shit, and I made it out with a few of them, so I'm grateful for it. <laughs> made it out of the Oh, nice. But, yeah, that Rossu Adrak record really uh, started it off for me. Um was that like a masterpiece? Was that like a blueprint going forward uh, for Timmy's organisms? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I try to make every record a masterpiece. <laughs> um, it's like when you, you know, like it's, I don't want to half-ass anything. And uh, so I just, you know, like go through songs and we, you know, when I'm at band practice, you know, check out this riff, you know, or I'll come up with lyrics at, at home and, and a riff, and I'll, if it's catchy, see how it sounds with the band, come up with all the parts, and then all of a sudden we have a song, and then, you know, but, like, if and we record it, and I go back and listen, if, if it doesn't, if it's not catchy, it's just, like, I don't even use it, but if it's catchy to me, I hope it's catchy to the band, I hope it's catchy to the masses, to the, the you know, 300 people that like us. So then, you know, that's great, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, I approach it like I, you know, if I was going to cook a, a a meal for somebody, I'd want it to taste good too, you know, <laughs> for whatever. Sure. So just yeah, like, we- yeah, I put my heart and soul into it and want it to sound good. And um, sometimes, you know, like you, you're your own worst critic too. So you like go back and listen, like oh, I should have did the vocals this way or that way right, in right. the studio, but. Those are some of the little complaints. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you'll never be happy, right? When you're, you know, it's so easy to nitpick everything. It's like, you know. Yeah, if you nitpick, yeah. Yeah, I, you'll I'm never like, be done. All right, it's done. We crank exactly. it up after it's mixed. You work hard on it. It's like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Can't wait till it comes out on vinyl. Yeah, exactly. Then you get the record in the mail, and it's like, well, check it out. We got a new record. It's like <laughs> Christmas, you know. It's really cool. And you mentioned uh, 
cooking a meal. I, I, what's can you talk about Timmy's Tacos and how that came about? Um, yeah, I, I grew up eating a lot of Mexican food. Okay. Uh, lived in Arizona for a little while. My parents uh, would always want to like make my 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 mom would always want to make Mexican food, and oh, we my dad was struggling financially there, so Mexican food was cheap. So we would go out to go out to eat a lot at cheap, really cheap Mexican restaurants and, or, you know, make Mexican food at home. And, uh, in Arizona, you can get the best Mexican food, you know, next to LA or wherever or Mexico. And, uh, so I grew up on it and I really loved it and it's my favorite food. So I got more into authentic, real authentic Mexican food and started doing, I was like, maybe I should, I always wanted to open a burrito place. Like one day, a lot like, 20 years ago or 15 years ago, I said, hey, I don't know, a rock and roll burrito place. And then uh, I was bartending at a bar and then I was like, man, I could sell tacos out of here. I could just have meat in a crock pot and warm the tortillas up, cilantro and onion. I can make a homemade salsa. And then I started doing two different meats and then I started doing two different meats and a vegetarian thing. And then next thing you know, I'm doing pop-ups and uh, people were loving it. And I was doing tacos every Wednesday. I did it for like six years. And then I'd, did another bar for like two and a half years. And then people started catching on around town where I live and they started doing pop-ups too, of different kind of food, different kinds of food, but they were doing it on the same night as mine. So the other bars in town, there's probably about, I don't know, 30 or 40 bars, maybe not that many, 30 bars or something in Camp Tramac where I live. Mm-hmm. And about four of the bars, other bars were doing food at the same time as me. So it was competing with me and I was losing my clientele. And I'm like, Yes, there's more days in a week than just Wednesday. <laughs> so I was like, so I switched to the Tuesday. So I was like, Taco Tuesday. Duh, I've been doing this for six years on a Wednesday. Everyone's been doing Taco Tuesday for centuries. And here I am. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, how's your Taco Tuesday doing? I'm like, it's on Wednesday. Taco Wednesday. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. It has no ring to it. But if you're doing buffalo wings on Wednesday, that might that would work, work, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in Buffalo. You guys are probably sick of those. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was like, <clears throat> it was fun. And so then I went on tour to Europe, and I got back, and the owner of the bar said I'd hey, replace my bartending shift and blah, blah, blah. So I just quit. And I haven't done it in two years. I did like a pop-up over the summer for my friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. I uh, catered a wedding at a taco bar. So food is my uh, money-making passion. Rock and roll is my first passion. But I don't know. I just worked at a restaurant recently, two months, cooking, saute cooking. And it was cool, but the, the chef was a dick. And I... Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. He like he was carrying a tray of risotto, and I just made a sandwich for myself. And supposedly everyone's allowed to eat there. No, whatever. If you're hungry, eat something before it gets busy. And he took the tray and slid it across the cutting board where my sandwich was before I even take a bite, and just knocked it on the floor on purpose. Well, and he acted up. like it was an accident. He's like, oh, is that yours? I'm sorry. Jeez. Oh, oh, I'm. I didn't mean to do that. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? You just knocked my sandwich over. And he's like, oh, this tray is hot. I'm like, you're a trained chef. You carry <laughs> hot trays every day for the last 30 years. You don't, you're going to burn yourself this one time because my sandwich is sitting there? I don't think so. Wow. I just fucking laughed. I quit. I was like, I don't need this shitty job, you know? So wow. it's got to hustle and make money. How yeah. It's cool because it's cheap. Kitchens so, are tough. What's that? Kitchens are tough to work. Yeah, I worked in a kitchen for 16 years myself. Oh, yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. It's fucked up. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's a thankless job. People are all foodies, and they're always wanting to eat their food There's food shows on TV and cooking, the cooking networks and all mm-hmm. this shit, but nobody gives a fuck about the people that actually cook your food. Right, And exactly. they get paid. They don't get paid anything. And, like, there needs to be, like, a cook's union, like, there needs to be like the Hoffa of all cooks. Yeah, right, right. Like, we we have like <laughs> you know like yeah. We need twenty dollars an hour, not fucking eight to ten dollars or whatever they pay in <laughs> yeah. Detroit. They don't pay shit here. We have like so. really loyal kitchen gypsies in Buffalo. Like they go all over the place, and you'll walk into a place and be like, "Oh my god, it's Todd. I worked with him when I was fourteen. He's still right, doing right. it." Oh wow! Yeah, 
That's funny. Not to dwell on tacos too long, but what's your? Uh, you mentioned the onion and cilantro. Is there like a uh, ideal taco, or is that it? Is that it for you? Is that all you need? Yeah, you need, I mean, there's uh, you need a really good salsa. You know, a really good spicy salsa. I like salsa verde, or like a good avocado salsa, or something smoky. Um, you could uh, pickled red onions and habaneros is a popular taco truck item to put on top of tacos, like authentically. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, there's a lot of there's actually uh, a huge uh, Latino population in Detroit, so there's a lot of Mexican restaurants and taquerias and taco trucks. So the you know there are the Mexican you're going to get in Detroit is almost as good as like LA or in the Southwest, you know, of the country or Chicago or Chicago too. There's I heard Chicago, Mexican, yeah, is really good Mexican. That's what I heard. Oh yeah, they have really. Really awesome Mexican food as well. No, oh, that's great. I'm, I'm like really. That's one of the things about Detroit. If I if, they, if I couldn't get a good taco, I wouldn't live here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is there is there a place that you, uh, you've ever done any street art in Detroit? I've never done any street art. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I used to spray paint shit. But like, uh-huh. uh, and I used to like graffiti, clone effect symbols everywhere. But um back in the day um but i never really did any street art but uh there is cool street art here um when people you know they can tell they take took their time on it and and yeah it's it's really cool so yeah you could drive around and see a lot of it and uh there's of course graffiti too like some of it looks shitty some of it looks cool you know yeah i was just saying because you do all the you do all the art for all these albums right yeah i've done uh all the artwork except for uh, Rise of the Green Gorilla was done by Jimbo Easter. Uh, he was in a band called the Piranhas back in the day. Druid Perfume and um, Moon Harry and uh, Odd Clouds. He, he He's one of my good friends. We've been friends since we were like 18 years old. And uh, he did the artwork for Rise of the Green Gorilla. He's been drawing like me. As a kid, he likes to draw me people. He likes to draw people and draw them like really stupid looking and weird looking. And, and he like he likes to draw me with my head like giant, like a giant head. With, you know, I'm, I'm bald, so it's like I'm. So it's like he's easy for him to draw me, and it usually looks like me. And it's a funny character of me. So I was like, oh, I'll use this for the cover. So I use that. And then uh, actually, Raw Sewage Rock was a collaboration. The background art of that record is done by a guy, I forgot his name, I feel bad. It's been a long time, since in 2012. He did the artwork for the band Awesome Color. Okay. And uh, and he, he, he did like, did the background of Raw Sewage Rock. And, <clears throat> that, but everything else I've done myself. Yeah, we uh, have uh, we have your uh, Hozak, the singles record here, and this this art is awesome in here. It's like something that you miss if you're just living your life on Spotify. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You like you miss out on the artwork, and that's why you know having a record collection is fun. You know oh, the artwork, and it's a piece of art. You know you get it. That's is took pride in making the thing look cool, sound cool, and then uh, you see the band. It's it's visually cool and entertaining, and all aspects of you know all senses. You know, when you could taste the pain or octopus slime that shoots into your mouth. You <laughs> yeah. <know>? So, <laughs> and then you did the the artwork for uh, what is it, Sweet Knives? Oh yeah, I did the artwork for uh, Sweet Knives' uh, recent album. Yeah, uh, Double Forty Five, and cool. uh, their T-shirt too. And then I did a T-shirt for Death Valley Girls over the summer. Um, what else? Uh, recently did. Um, I think that's how I did this go so far. I, I've done um, Red Mass, the record cover, uh, a couple others, but um, Outrageous Cherry, a local band around here. It's funny, though, when I do people's artwork, it just ends up looking like one of my records. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah. it's cool. And sometimes I'll do somebody else's record or, or a poster or something. And I'm like, oh man, I should have kept that for my for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it, but that that's that's what's good about it because it's not some half-ass shit. It's something that I would use for my own band. So 
I'm like, all right, cool. If I'm going to use it, for, if I would use it for my own band, they're going to like, hopefully they'll like it too, you know? So right, right. Not some half-ass shit. <laughs> True. So It's pretty cool on your Instagram now. You're posting up all like the artwork from, you know, where you're going to be touring. It's Is it cool to see it, like people depict, you know, kind of your style sometimes? Yeah, yeah. It's really awesome. I, I'm really liking the fact that people are making um, flyers and posters for each show. It's almost like, Everyone's it shows that they're excited to have us, and you know, like I feel like organism might not be as well known as human eye or the clone effects were, and people probably now forgot all about mostly forgot about those bands or those people don't hang out anymore because they're older now, and you know, but it's nice to see that there's an appreciation of what I do because I've been doing this shit forever, and uh, I love to go on the road and play music and. uh um, I support the underdogs and uh, ready to ready to do it. Ready to slam heads and destroy the <laughs> brain hole. Yeah, so I guess I don't <laughs> have good. to ask why people should go see you guys when they come when you come to Buffalo. <laughs> I think that answers yeah. that. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, awesome. Sliming heads was, came out a little weird, but you know, no, but, yeah, we're <laughs> destroying the brain hole. I don't know about that either. I, <laughs> let me just rephrase this. Uh, <laughs> That's perfect. This is on I'm, top of my head just now. Yeah, I'm cutting out. You I, haven't ate any, I haven't ate anything all day, and I'm drinking a PBR, so I'm getting ready to go to band practice. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to do the ro- go on the road and um, you know plug in the guitar. And just go crazy and, um, you know, just show people what we're all about and say hi to friends that I haven't seen, you know, since the last tour or maybe even longer. It was cool to um, run into Dave Anchovies last year. I hadn't seen him since, uh, you know, the Rust Belt Revolt last time I was in Buffalo. I hadn't been back to Buffalo since 2002, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, Dave's a cool dude. Last year, well, last year we were there last year, and then now we're back again this year. So it's good. And you guys are, you know, Buffalo, so it's cool. Hell yeah! People are excited. Appreciate it. I'm super awesome. excited for it. I have never seen you guys live, and I've been looking forward to it. I watched that uh, Burger Boogaloo, uh, you know, show. You guys had a little technical difficulty, but it was hilarious when you told the guy to don't waste all your foil. <laughs> <laughs> What did I tell him? He said, don't waste all my foil. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. That, that show was like an absolute disaster. They wanted, So they had us play the night before for a pre-party, and we played really good at the pre-party, no technical difficulties, and we got to play through gear that worked and stuff. And then we get, then we, and that was late. We, we didn't get home to crash out to like 3 in the morning. And then we had to get up at like 9 a.m. to go and set up and get ready to play at noon in front of a thousand people. And it's super hot. And then the gear, we do a sound check kind of, and the gear all works. And next thing you know, there's the sound of my guitar. There's no sound coming out of my guitar. Then my pedals weren't working. And then it wasn't my pedals. And then I couldn't use my pedals. Which I use like a fu- like a fuzz pedal and a wah pedal, and mm. it just kind of like adds to you know the organism sound. Or, and uh, I couldn't even play to that shit, so I had to plug straight into this Marshall and had this basic Marshall sound, which I'm not too fond of. It's right. okay. And uh, we played through that, and we played. It was fun or whatever. But then and then we get off stage, and the chats get on after us. A friend of mine, when I got back to Detroit, were like, "Yeah, I listen to you," and uh, that band, the Chats, they like, they had the same guitar tone as you. I'm like, that's because they played through the same fucking amp, and, it was, and and because everyone had to share amps, right? And my guitar tone is completely different than that band, and they're a great band. Oh, they're awesome. But like, I, it's like, how are you gonna stand out when everyone's playing? To exactly. Stand yeah. out. It's like. But anyways, it was a, it was a total disaster. But it we came back on our feet and it worked out and it was fun and and uh, yeah. the chats were like that is the best that's the best show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was, like, yep. I was like, thanks, man. Yeah, it was it's a, funny too. I told those guys, I'm like, 
I'm like, uh, you know, you guys should stay away from drugs. You know, they're like a lot younger. Yeah, they're right. like, but I love drugs. And I'm like, no, I mean like the hard stuff. I like stay away from the hard stuff. And here I am, I'm pounding beers. Yeah. Um, I'm on psychedelic, and I'm like, I'm just like, hey man, you guys gotta stay away from the hard stuff, man. And like, they're like, well, I love drugs. And they're like, he's like, kids like 18 years old. And I, I they came, they, 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 I don't know, I just thought it was really funny. I don't know if you could put that on the radio or not, but say no to drugs, kids, okay? Take it from Grandpa Volger. <laughs> I've done it for this long now. Right. I don't know if you've seen their pub feed video, but it's, it's fucking great. Uh, it's oh, yeah, a, yeah. The chats video. Yeah, it's cool. But, um, yeah, that's great. That's and that looked like a hell of a lineup that uh, the Burger Boogaloo. I, I will not. I will not watch the live footage. No. Of that. No way. I'd have to get really, really drunk, and then <laughs> I'd I would cringe. I, I just and I don't like to watch as much. I don't like to watch my live footage of what I've done. I like watching videos that I've made, but right. I can't I watch you. the live shit. It's, it's understandable. Yeah, <laughs> no, your yeah. banter was great. It, it was perfect, Phil. <laughs> all right thanks i'll take it from you guys and i'll leave it that <laughs> yeah we we were uh 800 miles away <laughs> but um yeah so we don't want to keep you too long but uh we do make a playlist of uh you know for each episode so what what have you been listening to actually i wanted um, to mention one thing too this uh you had on your instagram a peter laffner box set um yeah he uh it says it's actually which I just learned. Um, his name is pronounced Peter Lochner, <laughs> and oh, okay. um, he's a Cleveland. He, yeah, yeah. His, he, he, I've been listening to him uh, probably since '97 uh, or '98. Oh. I got a double album that was reissued of his stuff, and he was a young guy. Uh, he passed. He died uh, at 24 years old back in the '70s, and he's he was in Rock from the Tombs. He played with the guy, the Dead Boys, and Rock Consumes and Terra oh, Ubu guys, and all that stuff. And he, but he had his own like solo material that it's kind of like Bob Dylan, kind of, but raw and like more nihilistic and and uh, and kind of Lou Reedish and Velvet Undergroundish. And um, the box set's great. I, I uh, Smogvile Records, they sent it to me because I, I told the story about when I got the Peter Lochner record. I loaned it out. None of my friends had it, but we were all we all wanted to have the record. I was the only one that had it. Found it at the record store. I don't remember how I got it, where I got it, but I loaded it out to my circle of friends, probably five or six of us, and we all we all listened to it, loved it, and we listened it at the end of the night because it's like sad music. We party and then like the end of the night, put that on, and it's just like <laughs> drinking whiskey and stuff. And like, oh man, this is the shit. And like, <clears throat> so that record been loaned out so many times. It still plays all the way through. It's a double album. But the record's so worn out, the cover, you know, it's all worn mm-hmm. out. I told the story on Instagram when Smogville Records posted that they're putting out the box set, and they, uh, they, I'm like, save one for me. I need, I need that record, you know. And they wrote me, they wrote me back like a month later, like, do you have that? Do you have the Peter Lautner record yet? And I was like, I was like, no. And they're like, what's your address? We'll send you one. They oh. sent me one for free. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Holy shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Like it was like really cool, and um, one of those rock and roll perks where people are like, "Yeah, dude, we love your music, and we're gonna send you a fucking Peter Lockton record." So I got the box set in the mail, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was, like, out. It's like a hundred and thirty, forty dollar record, you know? Like I yeah. buy it, but I it was a gift, so right. I was like, "I gotta make him a piece of art or something." And it was really cool to go shout out to the small. Smogvale Records for doing that for me it was awesome, and Peter Lochner is great. He's a uh, legendary weirdo from Cleveland. I've been listening to him. I've been listening to John Lee Hooker. Just now, I was listening to John Lee Hooker right before I. Uh, oh, you guys, you guys uh, called. Um, been listening to Brown Acid mm-hmm. compilations, um, Harmonia. Oh yeah, yeah, rock stuff. Good shit. Um, Frigid Pink, Defrosted. That album, the, the old Detroit early '70s band, um, band uh, an African, a lot of African psych. I've been listening to a lot too. A band, a band called Witch. They're really cool. I got that record when I was in Oakland. Um, so a lot of African psych. Uh, Zamrock. So if you look up Zamrock, and I don't know if you're familiar or not, but not really. Um, no. 
Zamrock is the shit. Um, who else? Old early Bee Gees is really good. Okay. And I have a record called Turn Around, Look at Me, and it's like it's like I never thought the Bee Gees were really good, but because right. uh, I only heard like the disco shit, and it's but if you listen to like the really early stuff, it's like really cool, like folky pop yeah. uh, rock and roll, and it's catchy and. A uh, band called Road, which is uh, Noel Redding from <clears throat> oh, I Noel Redding from uh, Jimi Hendrix Experience oh, band yeah, yeah. called Road. Okay. Iron Claw, they're like old, heavy, early seventies hard rock band. Some country I've been listening to Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson. Nice. The Who is my favorite band of all time. The early Who. Oh, they're great. Got to see the Who over the summer. That was really cool. I got a, it's a crazy ass story. We had more time, I'll tell, I'll tell you. <laughs> but, uh, we'll call you back. <laughs> Jerusalem. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Sir Lord Baltimore, Billy Childish. I mean, whatever I can listen to, uh, you know, like, but yeah, that's a lot of the stuff I've been listening to recently. Oh, that's awesome. But, um, yeah, Easy Riding Easy Records puts out the Brown Acid compilations. There's nine of them now. Okay. And it's basically a killed by death of like, early 70s like bands that were trying to be like black sabbath or led zeppelin or like mm-hmm. blue cheer but like we're so not as good at their instruments or couldn't sing as good so it ends up just sounding like crazy proto-punk oh. and some of the songs some of the cops are hit or miss kind of like a killed by death where not all the songs are the greatest mm-hmm. um but there's there's some scorchers you know on on every single cop is at least four or five good songs and some of them are just kind of like, ah, oh, it's all right. Right, But, right. yeah, listening to those are fun. And, uh, yeah, they got these put out on, on number nine. And I like some Turkish psych, like Darius Manko and uh, Molar and uh, Irkin Kore. But, uh, I don't know. My my musical taste uh, is, is goes all over the place, but it's mostly old shit. Mm-hmm. I got a shit ton of records. And I just got a new record. It's uh, called um, Acid Nightmares. Okay. It's like uh, it's a bunch of shit that's like from the early seventies, and the cover is like a velvet. The the cover is a black light velvet painting of a biker oh. going through some like crazy psychedelic world. It's pretty pretty killer. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah, appreciate. Yeah, it's like a really nice packaging. That's sweet. Yeah, and the latest Organism out record that came out. Is black light, so I don't know. Not a lot of people have black light <laughs> yeah, anymore, shit. but if you put our record cover under a black light, it's black light. So I don't know if oh, anyone even awesome. knew that. But we'll <laughs> have to do that. Hell yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Smoke a spliff and put it under <laughs> the black light. Well, that's awesome, man. Um, you gonna check out any record stores when you're in town? Um, if if I make any money on the road, I will. Yeah. I, I I had that job for like two months. Paid my bills my rent and then i got some money to bring on the road and then um we always hit record stores so if i see something like i i have so many records i probably have like <laughs> i don't know two thousand records wow, so yeah. i like and I, you know i buy them i used to dj on a radio show back back in 2000 from 2009 to like 2014 or 13 there was a local radio station i used to have my own show called vulgarist varieties and i used to do it for two hours every sunday so i was always buying a lot of records then even more than i do mm-hmm. did before and then so because it was like oh this would be fun to play on the show you know like buy more singles too but i i kind of cut down on buying stuff unless i see something i really need right, right. or like or want or whatever never but I use, you know they're tools they're tools to the tools of inspiration you know the for covers sure. the, the sound everything it's like you know, that if something blows my mind, I have to have it on vinyl. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, people need to use Spotify like a tool, you know, to go yeah. and buy someone's record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like to call them vinyls, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like the kids, the kids nowadays. Tell Plural. me, do you guys vinyls. have vinyls here? Vinyls. <laughs> <laughs> they, they almost sound like an old, an old man. Like, right, I don't exactly. Know, like trying to. <laughs> Do you guys travel with merch? Oh yeah, we're gonna have uh, t-shirts. I just picked them up from the hot off the printer today. Sweet. Um, and we're gonna have our latest album and some stickers. People gotta go and buy that few, shit. 
few oh, yeah. cassettes that'll probably be gone by the time we get to Buffalo. But um, yeah, we we just got one album. We, it's so expensive to buy merch off of our labels. It costs fucking ten dollars an album. Oh wow! So yeah, so I just bought our. I got I got seventy of our latest album, and then seventy T-shirts, and. It's not a super long tour, so we don't need as much merch. So sure. it'll be a simple T-shirt, sticker, and record. You know. Yeah, it's going to be a really cool show. I don't know if you if you've uh, heard Facility Men who are opening for you guys, but uh, they're a really really good fucking band. So. Uh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. And so. I just I, I just want to do a shout out to to the three guys listening. Hey Jeff. Hey Scott. Hey Timmy. Thanks for listening. What's up guys? I'm doing this interview right now, but this is in the past. You're in the future. I hope the tour is going well. Love you guys. That was beautiful. Future message. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, thanks. Uh, you know, thanks for doing this, you know, and I can tell why, um, I think I've liked you, your band for so long. I just really like my artists starving. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're like a you like you should run a concentration camp for artists. <laughs> We're just like all really scrawny and skinny, and you're like make mm. some fucking art. Right, like, right, right. And then I love it. Stick. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying. To, that'd be like a good weird music video where like people are like starving, Hell yeah. trying to make art, and like they're like in a weird like I don't know. Yeah, also beautiful. Area. <laughs> yeah, starving is definitely uh, definitely what I've been doing for a while. But uh, it's it makes for good art. And I was just talking about it with my buddy, and he just put out his first record. Um, you know, my buddy Jeremy Callio, he just put out his first record. He's got a label. He just started, it and it's like it's weirdo outsider electronic music, mm-hmm. and it's really good. And uh, it's kind of like it's got a little crowd rock action, a little weirdness. And uh, his he's called K six thousand. The new album's called Sport Blood. Cool shout out for him. Sweet. And uh, we we're talking about how you know, like when when I'm depressed and I'm like not feeling good or I'm like drinking too much and I'm hungover, I don't want to fucking work on art or music. But when I get out of that, like you crawl out of that and you're like, oh yeah, I feel good. I feel inspired. I want to play some music. I want to make a painting. But you still had that sorrow in the back of your head, and and that you can use that to turn it into something positive and cool that somebody can relate with and enjoy, you know. Definitely, yeah, man. You've inspired me, and uh, you know, <laughs> I, I really love Thank all you. your stuff, man. Hell yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. Keep rocking and rolling. It's uh, better than taking chemicals and medications and all that shit. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, don't do drugs. We'll reiterate that message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just drink beer. Take <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> shiitakes. Yeah, shiitakes. Do those shiitakes. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, yeah, I'll keep in touch, and I'll let you know when this is going to go. Thanks so much for doing this, and uh, we can't wait to see you when you come here. Awesome, man. Thanks a lot. You All guys right. need to get, get on the guest list. Let me know. Thanks, Timmy. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, man. Take care, Thank man. Thank you. Have, have a good night. You, you too, too, buddy.